This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Kerry Dixon Show in association with ChelseaFan12.com, the home of the 12th fan, uh, 12th man, in fact, the fan, there you go, uh, who are our wonderful sponsors. And of course, if you want to know more about them, just go to ChelseaFan12.com. Uh, they've got all sorts of memorabilia, fantastic stuff, uh, current and ex-players, signed boots, shirts, you name it. Uh, so they've got a lovely shop there. They've also got the, the website's great. It's got full of Chelsea news, all your Chelsea news, plus loads of videos and a fan zone. And of course, they're the people behind the uh, the Chopper and Chivs show, uh, Ron Harris and uh, Gary Chivers, who uh, basically sit themselves deep inside the butcher's hook opposite Stamford Bridge after every home game. And uh, the lovely Chris videos, what they have to say about the games. Great stuff, so check that out too. And you can follow them on uh, Twitter, which is at uh, Fan12Chelsea. And they're great mates of ours, Kerry, and welcome to you. How are you? Well, I'm fine. We've uh, had a very good week uh, since we last spoke. And um, much better mood. And uh, I suppose I'm not going to say it was a downbeat mood last week. But you know, we were a little bit um, reserved, if you like, about certain issues. Um, but uh, I've got to say this week, mm. uh, I'm... I'm Trying to preempt what you might ask me, and um, I would be a little bit more upbeat in certain areas. I have to say. Mm, yeah, well, we'll get into that all in a minute. I mean, just so, so people know, we're going to have a quick chat about the Leicester game. Uh, we're going to look back at the uh, the Carabag game from this week, uh, which was great fun. I was there. I know Kerry was, and of course, we've got Arsenal to look forward to uh, on Sunday, which of course I cannot wait for. Uh, but before we do that, I've got some news for you people out there because many people will know uh, that uh, Paul Cannaville, a former Chelsea player, played with Kerry, of course, is a great friend of the Chelsea fancast. In fact, as Paul always tells me himself, he's the the one former player who's been on the show more than any other which I think he's quite proud about. But anyway, um, very sadly, Paul, uh, was uh, he had emergency surgery last week, uh, so he's not very well at all. Uh, so we obviously want to wish him our, our best, don't we, Kerry? Yes, we certainly do. Uh, we heard about the news on Tuesday, um, you know, and uh, don't quite know how serious it is. We, we gather that uh, 
the surgery was quite successful. Paul, there hasn't been too much of a statement made yet as to why and what and uh, all the intricacies of it all. But nevertheless, um, I'm sure everyone who knows Paul wishes him all the best. I certainly do, and I know you do. And uh, wishes him a speedy recovery. Mm. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I saw him, funnily enough, um, after the Burnley game. Uh, I was in the Tommy Tucker having a few ales, and uh, he walked in with... Uh, Ian Britton's son, Callum, and, and, and in fact, all of, all of Ian's sons, funnily enough, they're all there, and he was on great, great form. So, uh, obviously, as, as, as Kerry said, we wish him all the best and hope for a, a very speedy recovery. Um, on that note, there's a lovely lady who, who is also a friend of the show called Brenda Darcy, who, uh, who is very much behind the Atlanta Blues over in the States. Uh, and I know that uh, Paul has, has been over for all sorts of events with her in the past, and uh, she has, uh, well, her, well, I think mainly her and a few other friends have actually launched a GoFundMe campaign uh, to support Paul in his recovery because he's probably it's probably going to take him quite a while to get back on his feet, we reckon. So if you out there want to help out, uh, or in fact, if you just want to send him a message, you can always send it to, to Chelsea Fancast and we'll pass it on to him, of course. Um, he's also on Twitter and Facebook, so I think you could just put a, put a message on Twitter or Facebook on, on his accounts and he'll at least get to see that. But if you want to help him you know, in a more kind of practical and substantial way, uh, you can donate here. And it is uh, www.gofundme.com forward slash Paul hyphen Canaville hyphen get hyphen well hyphen fun. So that's gofundme.com forward slash Paul hyphen Canaville hyphen get hyphen well hyphen fund. And I'll, I'll obviously, you know, put that on our website and I've tweeted it out this morning too. So, uh, you know, if you if you can spare a few quid, then uh, then pop it in there, and it'll all help Paul to get back on his feet again, which we hope will be very very soon. Right, Kerry, we need to have a go. Well, we need to go back to last weekend, really, don't we? Before we do anything else, um, obviously, great fun to win. Uh, I think we 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 got it bang on again. We predicted it bang on again. We said two one, didn't we? Certainly did. Um, Leicester looked like they might come back and force a. Well, look for a point, um, as we expected. They're not going to roll over at their place and um, make it easy for anyone going there. But uh, nevertheless, I think Chelsea put in a decent performance. We held on well at the end. Um, yeah. And I think we were well worth the three points. Um, quite right. It's always good yeah. to uh, get your predictions right, that's for sure. You know, you've got to try and justify what we actually talk about and to uh, watch the team on a regular basis. <laughs> and... Uh, Try and predict what they do and get it right is uh, is always a bonus. And um, I have to say, I bet if I'm going to try and get it in before you do, Alvaro Morata. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I was sitting on the fence for quite a bit. Um, well, I certainly have been for the majority of this season. But I have to say, now take Tottenham out, which was my nagging doubt. Um, you know, he scored his goals. I always say you judge on goals, and the is getting goals at the moment. And um, some good performances since the start of the season and, you know, hit the ground running. Last week we were talking a little bit about player of the month and so on, I questioned that, but uh, no, take it all back at the moment. Not Still not going to go overboard, but certainly looking like he can fill Diego Costa's uh, boots and uh, I wish him well and uh, long may his goal-scoring run continue. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, you know, most of the people I've spoken to are obviously very chuffed that he's, uh, you know, he's finding the net as regularly as he is, and I think he's already becoming very well loved. But a few of the older lot amongst us are also completely delighted that he scored, 
you know, three headers, actually. And I don't know why, but they, they, they all, for a certain age group, they always seem like proper centre forwards goal ahead of. So, and I think given that we were a bit worried about would he be able to cope with the physicality uh, of the Premier League and the great big hairy ass defenders one finds there, I don't know why, but it, it seems a bit sweeter to me that he's managed to get three with his head so far, Kerry. Yes, it's a very good uh, goals as well, very good headed goals. Um, no, I, I, yeah. I have to say, um, what I'm seeing. Uh, there's still an agged doubt, but this is like, uh, you, you try and put yourself in these positions, and you know the, you're not going to play well all the time. And I, you know, like I say, about over the season you get judged and so on. Um, one every game, and, and, and three, four, five, however many games it's been in total, um, pretty good games. Um, and you know, headed goals is it's an art. I, I think it's a dying art. I have to say. Um, um, yeah, the balls going in the yeah. box, people getting in, heading the ball. Uh, I mean, it does happen, but far more times these days you see balls slid across the floor, pulled back for the shots. Um, all this type of type of cross, nothing wrong with that at all. But you know, the, the art of heading the ball, um, it does seem to me to be a, a bit of a dying art, but uh, it certainly is an art. And anyone who can do it on a regular basis is going to prove uh, uh, they could well, they could be gold dust to their team and. Um, Morata certainly mm. certainly looks to me at the moment like someone who can find space in the box and he uses his head very well and uh, can certainly finish. So, once again, long may it continue. Yeah, hear, hear and amen to that. I mean, I think the interesting thing overall is that, you know, after the so-called crisis, you know, losing to Burnley, we've now, that's three wins in four games. We're now up to third in the table. We're only one point behind Man City and Man United. Now, I mean, I know it's early in the season, but you don't want to be, uh, you don't really want a, a big gap to grow, whatever stage of the season, really, do you, Kerry? No, you don't. And uh, without wishing to continue to pat me or you on the back, it's uh, about trying to know what we know and what we don't know. Um, it looks omin- mm. it looks ominous. I said at the start of the season, I think probably the first show, you know, who's the, who's the rivals? It's pretty easy. Everyone can pick out the top six, you know, who would possibly challenge. But I thought that our biggest challenges are going to be the two Manchester clubs this season. Um, yeah. I, I really do, and you know, I, I think it's important, as you've said, we, we keep we keep pace with them. Um, you know, that we can't afford to give them a ten point start or something like that. It is important, um, as you've already said after the Burnley debacle, that you know we keep pace. Right, we put that down as a blip. Um, we don't want too many more of them. You know, you look at teams winning the titles over. Recent years, and you know, you don't see four, five, six, I don't know, seven defeats. Um, you see probably about three or four defeats and one or two draws, or well, four or five draws, maybe, but you certainly don't see a load of defeats. And um, we don't want that particular um, tally to add up um, too quickly. So we're in a good position, looking healthy, and uh, you know. I can't wait, like you, you've already said, for, for the Arsenal game. That's a, that's a big one against one of our rivals. But as I say, I don't want to move on too quickly. But um, the games are coming thick and fast and some of the big guns are in our sight. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely right. And I think actually the other thing to add to that is, uh, you know, knowing that we... I mean, we're going to talk about the Carabag game in a minute. And, you know, we've got the Champions League to deal with this year as well. But I think the other thing that was pleasing... Uh, this week generally actually is that we're seeing the likes of Bakayoko coming in and partnering Kante with Fabregas being pushed forward you've got Rudiger impressing I think he's he's looked very good in every game he's played 
you know, and, and, and he's, I mean, technically, you could say he's keeping Cahill out the side at the moment. It just seems to me that in spite of what everybody was saying about the transfer window, we actually do have quite a, quite a good depth to the squad at the moment, which means we will be able to compete on all four fronts, I think. Yeah, it's amazing, you know, one of the questions I think last week, it's, we're two games in and um, we're starting to answer some of the questions that you asked that I was a bit hesitant about. Yeah. Um, not just Morata, but you said is the squad um, big enough, good enough? Uh, has it got depth? You know, and I, I said people have got to come in, they've got to do the job, they'll be going out. We saw in the Carabag game that you know squad rotation can be. Um, no one would still know what's in Antonio Conte's mind um, as to what his best eleven is. It's still going to be horses for courses. I, for one, am pleased that Fabregas is not going to be appears to be at the moment outed um, you know certainly with Hazard out you know you know, people who listen to the show and hear me speak know how much I think that uh, Fabregas is our most creative player other than Hazard and um, you know I'm glad that with Bakayako coming in it, alongside Kante you know Fabregas is not going to be um, dispensed with and I, I dare say certain games like we said before last season you know when you when you go for a more defensive strategy, it could be the case away from home up the north somewhere on a wet and cold night in in, in the middle of winter that possibly Fabregas is left out. But uh, I, I for one am pleased that he's in, and I'm pleased that he's been pushed forward a little bit. And he's got two two players behind him, which will allow him to express his talents going forward. And um, yes, there does seem depth. Bakayako, I'm I'm going to do a bit of a Maratta thing there. Um, Yes, looks mobile, uh, big, strong. And just a little in brackets while I'm talking or ranting or whatever you say. Um, big, strong midfield players <laughs> charging up and down the middle of the field. You know, you look at Manchester United and so on and you think, is that going to be the thing for the future? But uh, we don't know. But nevertheless, back here, so let's just wait and see. But I'm pleased with the form of uh, Fabulous. Yeah, well, my own view on Bakayako, it's really nice to see the energy that he brings, actually. And I, and I like the fact that perhaps a bit unlike Matic, his first thought is to get forward and he, he's not scared of bombing bombing forward at all. And he's quite a unit as well, so that's good. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all... No more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Ginge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. 
There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Let, let's go. Let's let's look at the Carabag game because that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed uh, being back in the Champions League on a, you know, a, an evening uh, at the Bridge. It was great fun. But we, the first thing we've got to talk about is that Zappa Costa goal, mate. I mean, I, I leapt out of my seat when that went in. Do you, do you think you meant it? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it was cracking. <laughs> I don't care at all, mate. Honestly, I mean, I know everybody said it, it was a cross. I mean, I think he's even admitted it was, hasn't he? Well, I'm not sure. I mean, it's ironic actually. A few days before that, Harry Kane at Spurs. You know, I don't like to mention too much of that on on this particular show, but nevertheless, scored a similar goal and was forced to admit, yeah, he didn't actually mean it. But you know, I, I for one am never going to criticise a goal. Um, doesn't matter how it goes in, if it leaves your foot or wherever any part of your yeah, body it goes in the back end of the opposition's net, then it's your goal, it's a great goal. But nevertheless, um, it was a, I don't know, it, it, it was a, <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, it was a great goal. Uh, but it was either a, a brilliant, deceptive shot, it was a unique cross, but for someone making their debut, great run down the right, um, saw the keeper off his line and picked his spot perfectly, let's say that. Hmm. I tell you what, you know what I mean. Apart from whether it was a shot or not, which as I said, I, I really don't care. I just thought, thought it was fantastic, and it's those those are the kind of moments you go to games for, I think. But what really struck me was actually he hits that ball hard, mate, because he did another shot in the second half at the other end, and he puts his foot through it. Blimey, he really does hit it hard. Yeah, he looked, he looked uh, quite impressive on the night. But let's let's face it, um, it, you know, you can only beat what's in front of you. But they were poor. Um, they, yeah. They've got to be better than that. They but, were, weren't they? Really? Yeah. They, I mean, their first time in the Champions League, and you know they are going to be the whipping boys. Um, just a, just another little one on on the back of that. Uh, pleased with the result in the other game as well for us. Um, that's exactly what we wanted: a couple of draws, um, negating points. Yes. And uh, we spoke about where we finish in the group, uh, beat the whipping boys, and uh, if we can win our two home games and they continue to draw, then uh, we'll top them comfortably. Yeah, uh, I think it was really important. I mean, it's, it's funny actually because I was listening to the radio uh, before the game, and there, you know, everybody was on the on Talk Sports of going, "Oh well, you know, Chelsea have put out a weakened team, and they, you know, they really need to like absolutely muller this lot, and they might not." And it, you know, and we went out there with a with a, a very changed team, and we won six 0 You cannot ask for more than that, I don't think. Um, just another couple of people I want to talk about. Really, I thought I thought Christensen was very impressive. He I, I, he really caught my eye. Actually, he looks he looks accomplished for somebody. You know, he's not that not that old, but he looks quite an accomplished defender in my book. You get the impression, don't you? You know, you you look at Pete the Mourinho before, and you know he he didn't like certain players or or certain players come and go or were left out the side. You, you know, you think of Kevin De Bruyne, and you think of um, other people at Mourinho didn't Romelu Lukaku didn't really fancy and. You know, they leave the club because they don't get the opportunity. Christensen seems to have caught Conte's eye, and he, he's getting the opportunity. It's like you know he's gone in; he hasn't done badly, you know, in, in the game, and he gets another opportunity. He's, it's like he's going to be part of the squad, and you do get the the feeling that Conte is, is, is sort of 
blooding him, if you like, for a, for a regular slot in the side. I mean, I'm not, yeah. not going to try and say who, who he replaced or whatever, but it looks like, to me, providing he continues to play and perform like he does or has been when he goes in, um, he's going to be given the opportunity to be one of these youngsters. I don't quite know how old he is, what you call a youngster these days, but nevertheless, one of the players that's actually going to make... He's about 21, 22, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure, but he, he looks like one that's going to actually make the breakthrough. And uh, he's mm. and providing he continues to play like he does, he, he's going to be given the opportunity. What he doesn't need, and God forbid, a, a, a nightmare situation because then it will set him back months. Um, but as it's going at the moment, let's hope it continues because he does look a good player. Mm, he does, doesn't he? Um, just just before we go on to the Arsenal, I just want to have a quick chat with you about Batshuayi, who of course scored two goals quite late on. Uh, I thought his first goal. Well, actually, I think they might have chalked the second one off as as, as an own goal. But the, the the first one he scored, I thought was a good goal. Actually, he turned his man and walloped it, and that that I liked. But I mean, what did, what do you think about his overall game? Because he was getting quite a lot of stick from the crowd. I think. Well, I mean, you know, not 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 nasty stick, but there was quite a lot of grumbling going around where I was. Um, you know, he, you know, he, he still he, he looked to be struggling a bit to me. To be honest, yeah. but I'm glad he got those goals, really, because I hope I hope that will do something for his confidence. Yeah, you, I mean, I can understand the supporters' frustration. I'm not going to pour uh, scorn on someone and, and jump on the back of a, a situation, but you know, he had the, no, he had the opportunity no. to start the season. He didn't do well for him. <clears throat> um, part of the Burnley the Burnley situation was a horror show for him, and um, you know, he's going to do well to erase that. He's going to be scoring goals on a regular basis as of when he comes on. You know. You look at Morata, people are going to be thinking, you know, who goes in if Morata's injured now? And, you know, people who think that's your you're going to yeah. hear more grumbles, I'm afraid, at the moment. Um, what is he like? Mm. It's all great. As I say, you can, can beat what's in front of you. You can only score the goals that present itself. Um, he got one, arguable two. He was, in, he was in the right spot anyway, whether it was him or the other fellow. You know, he was the aim. Um, he needs to do a little bit more, I'm afraid, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and he's got to win the fans back over and he's got to do more for himself but scoring goals is the only way he can do it and putting in decent performances sometime during this Champions League we're going to see a fellow who come who come to our club um, in, in Fernando Torres who, who didn't score the goals that a striker should have scored has done before at Liverpool or had done before at Liverpool and um, but he, he worked his socks off and he'd become a bit of a favourite with the fans um, these situations um turn themselves around and it's not often you can actually get a situation like that but Batshuayi has got a fair bit to do as far as I'm concerned at the moment to convince the crowd that he's worthy of a, a place in the blue shirt hmm. That's a good point I mean one, one thing I would say is that what I did notice when he scored the first goal particularly the, the, the whole team were very I mean you know there was a really big celebration and that they <clears throat> he's clearly well liked I think and they were clearly very pleased for him, and I think that, that that was a good sign. But I agree with you, he's got a lot of work to do, and he can only improve, really, so let's hope he does. Right, OK, time to, for the for the main course now, Kerry. Um, I mean, you know, for years and years and years, uh, you know, I mean, well, actually, going back a, long, a lot longer, I used to dread playing Arsenal because we used to get turned over by them all the time uh, in that kind of period in the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Um, but really, pretty much since then, We've absolutely had their number, and, and we and we lick our lips to play Arsenal. Uh, and looking at what they've done recently, I mean, they scraped past Leicester, they lost to Stoke, they got thumped by Liverpool. I mean, is this the Arsenal that we know and love? It might be the one we love. 
Um, but it might not necessarily be the one we know. Um, <laughs> I remember the game. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, I remember the game recently, the six nil game. I mean, what a fantastic morning! Well, yeah. lunchtime kickoff, I think it was down at Isn't our it? place, and you know we were something like three nil mm. up in fifteen minutes, or certainly two nil up. They had a player sent off. Um, songs were reverberating around the ground. Arsene Wenger, we want you to stay. Um, all sorts of things were happening, yeah. and. Uh, I like Ben, but it seems like a crazy thing to say. <laughs> Not from the perspective of a, a, a Chelsea ex-player or a Chelsea fan um, thinking that you know we get the better of Arsenal. But I, I actually think he's one of the great modern managers and what he's done for that particular club over the period has been fantastic. I'm not going to get into the debate as to whether he should go, whether he should say it's got nothing to do with us. But um, I think he's a good manager with a, bit, with, a, with a touch of class about him, I have to say. And uh, I hope that uh, our... Dominance over him and his team in, in recent years does continue, obviously. But um, it's still Arsenal, or the Arsenal, and uh, it's a fantastic game. I wouldn't take nothing for granted. Um, I wouldn't look at their results. Arsenal or Chelsea versus Arsenal, Arsenal-Chelsea, whichever way it is. Um, you're not going to predict this um, with any degree of certainty and say that that's going to happen. Got world-class players, and if the world-class players turn up, anything can happen. So I'm so looking forward yeah. to it. It's one of the it's one of the great games. Everyone looks at Tottenham, you know, Manchester, but Arsenal is a, is a great game. Um, obviously, some good memories. Yeah, well, you, you love them too. Yeah. You know, your favourite goal. Yeah, and all that, of course, wasn't it? great memories, but not yeah. not just because of that. It, it's a great game, and uh, I'm so looking forward to it as well. Mm. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, there's a bit of a line going out that, you know, Conte's record against them is not, not the best. We've lost, uh, technically lost three from our last four. But, I mean, I think there's another there's another side to that. I mean, OK, the 3-0 up at the Emirates last year was horrible. Uh, but look what happened as a result. Uh, the FA Cup, I think we were very leggy. I think that was a bit of an end-of-the-season end game, really. And the red card didn't help. Uh, and then the Community Shield, I mean, we had yet another red card. And, I mean, it was a pre-season friendly, for God's sake. So I'm not actually reading too much into that. And But but having said that, I mean, do you think do you think we need to learn a few lessons from those defeats? And, 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 and how, how do you think it will affect how Conte approaches it? Yeah, it's strange, you know, when you think about the amount of time we've played Arsenal. It's, <laughs> we're only just into, well, the month we're in. And, um, or where we are, and... and and Arsenal we're, we're playing them and getting to know them fairly regular um, Conte's record and all this manager stuff I don't ever buy into it uh, you know his records are going to be broke I mean people spin it round and Conte mm. wins once or he, then all of a sudden he's got a great record it, it really doesn't matter um, Chelsea the Arsenal are going to be the players out there on the day hoping for a decent referee and uh, perspective you know no crazy decisions penalties sendings off uh, something which you know seems to go with these these games as well sendings off and penalties you know all, always in these particular games it appears to me you can think back on numerous times between the two clubs them situations happen which which will affect the game um, but what you want is to see 11 players aside on, on the field of world class players and the best team winning and the world class players producing world class performances and Everyone going home had well, fifty percent or in this in this particular occasion, about ninety five percent of the crowd going home very happy. Um, mm. I, I think I, I think we will win. Um, so please, we, something we didn't touch on. I, I spoke about Eden has you know his return recently is so important for us, and uh, it's games like this 
that uh, make his presence um, more and more crucial for for us because um, I think he he could be our difference. They've got one or two as well, but he could be our difference. Um, other people will argue different situations in, yeah. in games like this uh, when, when I expect uh, the whole situation to be quite tight. Mm. I think I think that's an interesting point about Hazard because I mean his record against Arsenal is pretty good. Um, you know, I mean he scored that a fantastic goal, didn't he, last season when we beat them three uh, one. I mean, you know, Conte's handled him quite carefully. I think running up to this, but do, do you think he'll get a start this weekend? And if he doesn't, uh, do you still think we've got enough to beat them? I think we'll beat them. Um, I certainly hope he's ready for a start. Um, you know, this idea of great coming off the bench, we've got Hazard coming off the bench. Coming off the bench, by the way, is, it's not easy to get into the swing of the game straight away. I mean, some people mm. have a, a knack of being impact players. I do understand that. But it's very hard to adapt at times to get straight into the, the flow of the game and what's happening. It could take 10, 15 minutes, if, if indeed that be the case. You know, Some people think, oh, the substitute didn't do much, but... I never found it easy. Not that it happened too many times, but you know, coming off the bench and trying to make a big impact on the game, you've got to get to the ball. But even Hazard, for me, if he's fit, he starts. Um, and in all our big games, um, and this is one of the biggest, um, if he's fit, for me, he'd yeah. start. So whether you're handling good, you're handling bad, yeah. that's only that only comes out in the results or his performances. But if he's fit and on form, um, he starts every week for me. Mm. Well, let's hope he does because I, 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 I think that you know it's been proven that they find it really hard to handle him, and actually, you know, just going by, uh, by, I mean, you know, the, the, here's the thing, you know, you know that uh, a Wenger Arsenal side will do one thing and one thing alone. That he, he doesn't ever really bother about what, how, how, you know, the opposition sets up. He just likes to play Arsenal's way. Uh, I think their midfield is still very porous, and I and 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 I think they've got a real issue at defence still. I mean, I think that I think that they're a threat to us, no doubt about it. And I think Lacazette looks a good player. Sanchez, if he's back in and back on his game, you know they are they are absolutely a threat to us. But I, I have I happen to think that our defence, both midfield and and the back three, are 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 able to cope with that in a way that theirs might not be able to cope with ours. So that, that's really why I would tip us to win, Kerry. Would, would you agree with that? Yep. I'm just interested on the back three or whatever. Uh, I wonder who it would be, um, whoever it may be, um, the back three. It's not quite as uh, clear-cut as it has been perhaps in recent times. Uh, there are one or two options now. Um, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, if they have a weakness, it, it is defensively. Arsene Wenger's. I'm not saying his teams are known for that because you know, he, whether he inherited the George Graham back, famous back five, and all the rest of it. But um, he's he's had some very good defensive teams as well. Uh, they've never been defensive teams, but defenders who don't give a lot away. Um, so I don't know. I, I think we're good in that department. Um, I, I, I think we'll win the game. I think, like you said, they've got Sanchez. I don't know about the Lacazette, whether he looks good. He scored one or two decent goals, which is all you can do. Um, I, I, I still think Ozil is a good player um, and can do things with the ball. Um, and they have got yeah, the likes of Aaron Ramsey. They, 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 they've, they've got some decent enough players still that can, that can hurt us. I, mm. I, 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 no, I, I always see goals in this game. I, I don't see it all, no. Um Let's say three, two, three, one. I, I don't think that 
necessarily our defences as watertight as perhaps you say. Um, but nevertheless, I, I see goals in the game from both sides and I just hope we score more than them and I think we will. Mm. Well, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but I, I just think I think if you look at it as, you know, you've got, you know, the, the the way that Conte plays this side, you've got the three at the back. You've also got Moses and uh, and Alonso to help out the back. And I think if he plays Conte, Kante even, and Bakayoko, uh, I, I just think that's quite that's quite a lot to get through, even for Arsenal. Uh, and I don't think it diminishes us in attack. So you know, I, I I have to be honest. I feel quite confident. Although I would admit, I, I do like you. I think they've got some good players and they can hurt us. I've got to be honest, mate. I, you know, I, I I'm I'm thinking three one here. I really am. Well, Dave, I'm not going to disappoint you, and uh, considering where we are at the moment <laughs> in our predictions, I'm going to actually go along with that as well. Three-one. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't think uh, okay. I don't think they're, right. they're devoid of a goal. I think they're, they're more than capable of getting one. I think they possibly will, but I think uh, we're more than capable of getting three at home. So uh, let's hope the goals keep flowing. Well, indeed. I mean, of course, the other thing is they're playing uh, playing at home tonight in the Europa League against Cologne. So uh, hopefully they, they might be a bit leggy on Sunday as well. Because I think, you know, going back to the Leicester match, uh, we, we, we talked about that. Uh, or oh, sorry, the Everton match the other week. I think that certainly affected them. So I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the same might be true of Arsenal. We will find out on Sunday, of course. I'm obviously going to be there. You're going to be there too, aren't you, Kerry? That's correct. Good stuff. Well, look, let's hope we uh, we enjoy another cracking uh, afternoon playing and hopefully beating Arsenal on Sunday. Uh, you and I will be back uh, next week, of course, for another show. Um, I can't even remember who, we, who we've got the week after next, but never mind. Uh, it'll Stoke, come back to me sometime, Stoke? hopefully. Hopefully before. Yeah. Is it Stoke? Is it Stoke? Uh, is it? Home or all? It's, it's, it's got to be away, is not it? I think it might be. I think you're right, mate. Apologies if we're wrong somewhere along the line. Not really well doing our homework on future games, but um, I think that is the case. Uh, we've got a lot not the boys. Yeah, well, uh, see, we've, got, you know, we've got a Carabao Cup game at home next Thursday. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. That's right. Well, there we go. So me and Kerry will be talking about uh, hopefully uh, how how wonderfully we've beaten Arsenal uh, on Sunday. We're, we're going to be talking about the Forest game next week, and uh, and we're going to be talking about the uh, the Stoke game coming up. So there you go. Lots to talk about next week as well. It's been as always, Kerry. Great, great fun. Uh, as as we said earlier on, uh, best wishes to Canners. Hope he gets well soon. And don't forget you lot out there to check out ChelseaFan12.com who uh, who have very kindly sponsored us th- this year. Kerry, enjoy Sunday, mate, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Thanks, Dave. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.